and welcome everyone to Gunpowder Treason No Plot. I am your DM and host, as always, Adam Cookson, and I'm joined by my three regular co-hosts, Matt Dennis, Flo Dennis, and James Bunkle. Say hello. Hello. I am here. You are present. I am indeed. Are you accounted for? Uh, we'll see. Hmm. Okay, I'll allow it. And they will be reprising their roles as Tommy Hawkins, our gunslinger rogue, Sophia Landrin, our fighter cleric, and Rogar McLeod, our paladin sorcerer. And, uh, well, I think we can say that shit hit the fan last week. Our nice, quiet little episode where we were supposed to just, um, you know, turn up and reap our rewards for the epic first, um, first arc, you know, as you do. That glorious moment where, where we all get the medal except Chewbacca. And <laughs> that would be yeah. R4 then, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> shit. Yeah. You want, to, be, you, to be fair, he wasn't there. <laughs> where did we leave him? He's in the room. Yeah, that's true. He's just not doing anything because he has I mean, nothing he's to do just, here. He's just idling. Um, Pretty much. He's <laughs> <laughs> playing chess by. against himself. <laughs> oh. Yeah, um, so last week was a nice quiet episode where you chatted around a bit, killed a snake. That'll have no consequences whatsoever, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Met some uh, crazed preachers on the streets that Rogar was buddy with and um, attended a meeting. And got some big-ass rewards. Congratulations, guys. Well done. Yay. That's all that happened. Yeah, that's all that happened. Let's move on. Yeah, so um, what do you guys want to do today? I guess Nothing. Free and clear. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go shopping again. Yeah, yes. we, we could do that. Nice, nice, um, nice, do... nice, quiet, uneventful episode. No, I'm going to buy some cushions for our new land, you know. Uh, yeah, for, for our new land, you're just going to scatter cushions across the terrain. Oh, that's why they're called scatter cushions, <laughs> Matt. <laughs> Three million cushions, please. Buy one plough and one horse and get to work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get our four to work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Well, no. Sadly for you guys, the meeting did not go as planned. So you went to the Varadin Council meeting to get a a sense of what was going on in the world. Apparently, shit's kicking off in lots of different areas. There's a whole host of problems arising in the north with uh, monsters on the prowl for reasons unknown. The army is currently stationed within Varadin because they're understaffed and currently trying to decide whether they want to enact military coup or not. And y'all needed to pick the uh, the new members for the council, but first you wanted to collect a reward, which was a fortress of some sort from a previous noble, and the uh, lands and responsibilities that went along with it. And the deed of that is in Tommy's pocket. It is. Awesome. And you also wanted to uh, create your own little law enforcement agency, <laughs> or mercenary enforcement agency, I'm not really certain... Uh, how you want to describe that, but... Uh... Well, hobos, all right? <laughs> yeah, we, 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 we just wanted an official sanction to, 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 to basically do what the fuck we want. So, <laughs> a bit like, bit, bit like the CIA. Um, you know, we, 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 we were going to sell drugs in some of the other countries and um, start revolutions and things. You know. Yeah. <laughs> revolutions <laughs> for hire. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you've got a revolution and you can find them, you can contact Hobo. 
Tommy can't fly. <laughs> I get no no plane fool. <laughs> uh, yeah, everything was kind of going relatively well. Rogar suggested, hey, maybe Varys should run, or at least be sat on the council of Varadin. And people didn't immediately uh, shut that down, so Rogar was feeling pleased. Yeah, he was. But then a um, few things happened. Tommy got into an argument with Megas Doran. I mean, that was a given. I mean, as soon as, <laughs> as, soon as I saw him in the room, we, we were going <laughs> to have words. <laughs> um, but, well, Rogar felt a cold chill, and Sophia felt her uh, symbol of Kalembo start to glow. Oh, whatever could that mean? So Rogar went to look out the window only to be greeted with the window shattering in his face as what initially looked like just a bolt of energy that coalesced into an arrow went straight through our poor, dear, old friend Heinrich Sandrin's back, killing him instantly and leaving poor him Heine. basically... Yeah, poor Heine. He's impaled yeah. to a table. Yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty shitty ending for a guy, but I mean, at least he got what he wanted. The revolution was a success. <laughs> he can die happy now. <laughs> uh, he, he felt like it felt like a good calm presence for helping usher in the new um, council, new structure. A steady bureaucratic hand at the wheel. Exactly, exactly. So, oh well, he had to die. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, with that uh, dramatic event, Rogar looked out to the sky and decided, you know what's a good idea? I'm gonna jump out this window. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still love that. <laughs> yes, yeah. I, I wasn't mad. I listened back and I was like, I actually stopped him describing stuff and talking to say, <laughs> I jump out the fucking window. <laughs> but, but, but why? <laughs> because I do. Because I'm out of action. Yeah. <laughs> what action? Doesn't matter. Action. <laughs> I have a plan. Attack. <laughs> oh, man. R- Rogar's the kind of player who'd punch Thanos. <laughs> yes! <laughs> While we're trying to get him to sleep. <laughs> yeah, Rogar jumped out the window, hit himself with a wand of Featherfall, and got an excellent view of five <laughs> angelic creatures appearing in the sky to declare themselves essentially the uh, invading force of the Divine Hand. As... Uh, they gave a little bit of a dramatic speech and entrance, introducing themselves as angels of various gods, some of which you guys have direct dealings with. Um, there was Oroth of Kalemvor, Abriel of Torm, Meher of Lathander, Coretha of Bane, Rogar's former deity, and seemingly their leader, Cassiel, the Righteous Flame of Tempest. And they looked like they meant business as Rogar softly glided to the ground. Well, yeah, I, 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 I love that image. I just can't get that image out of my head of what I'm just telling you. The one. Is, is that a dragonborn just gradually floating inconspicuously to the ground? I can fly too! <laughs> Slowly and in one direction. <laughs> so uh, Rogar got a nice view of some massive chunks of rubble being thrown into the city, and the invasion is on. The Divine Hand, a group that was mentioned once before, but we've not really seen anything of, has finally arrived in Varadin, and, well, shit, 
pretty much. Yeah. I mean, how do I even start this? <laughs> the beating um, of wings. As yeah. the angels fly away to find a new target. Bye, <laughs> angels. Bye-bye. <laughs> you were the, wow. the, the classic bait and switch. Now everyone can go home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I guess I'm going to continue kind of describing the scene a little bit since Rogar's going to float towards the ground, and that's going to take a little while. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I really didn't think about this. <laughs> no. You can't tell at all, dude. It's so good. Uh, so, Rogar, as you're floating down here, you watch the massive chunks of rubble kind of get flung into the city and start impacting on buildings that say, you don't know what those buildings are, but they uh, aren't going to be open for business tomorrow, put it that way. And you see other angels begin to fly over the walls, um, smaller than the ones in the sky. And you kind of get a sense of scale that these other angels are probably human-sized, whereas the ones floating up above are big. <laughs> Not quite as big as like a giant, but definitely like anywhere between 12 to 16 foot tall, you'd say. The okay. uh, leader, Cassiel, looks incredibly intimidating. And you notice that this corona of light that appears around these five angels when you try to look at Cassiel, it's almost blinding like a sun. And he draws a massive greatsword into one hand, and you watch as that aura just extends around his sword, so the sword begins to just glow in this radiant light. And he begins to slowly head towards where the broken window was that you just leaked out of. As the other four angels fly up a little bit higher, and, well... You watch as clouds begin to form over Varadin. Okay. That are going to start getting angry very soon. So four of those angels have gone up even higher, and Cassiel is heading towards the Varadin council chamber. He was around 600 feet away, at a rough guess, from when he shot Heinrich. Okay. okay. Um, that's a really... So, like, that's yeah. a long distance shot. So, um, yeah. And he is quite quick, let's say. Okay. So the other things you'll notice, Rogar, as you're outside, palace guards are scrambling out to try and meet whatever forces are invading in the city. You start hearing alarm bells going off, like people are just ringing and making any noise they can. There's explosions as more rubble and flaming pitch is thrown over the walls. This is a full-scale invasion, and you know that the Varadin army is stationed within the city, so they'll be putting up a fight but they were not expecting this. Okay. So, can, oh, you, well, you, you, you first, Rogar. You're the one that side. Yeah. And then I'll can go. I see anyone around that I know, like maybe God Captain Emmerich or something like that? Uh, do me a perception with advantage, because this is you just sort of scanning the area. And you've got a hell of a view. I do. <laughs> it's only a 14. 14. You can see a few people who look a little bit more senior, wearing slightly sort of fancier royal guard plate, and one kind of gives you a look of maybe Emmerich. He seems to be issuing a lot of orders. Okay, so I'm going to... Um, yeah, I'm going to shout over to... I'm going to shout over to Emmerich um, because if I can see Cassiel coming towards the room, mm -hmm. um, and I'm going to say, Emmerich, take your men to the council chambers now! Go! And then... Uh, in the hopes that he hears me and moves. Um, I will do a check, see if he can hear you over like just the sheer cacophony of noise that's going off at the moment. 
as you're floating down, he doesn't seem to hear you. He's like shouting orders. There's explosions going off in the city. His men are yelling things back as they all start grabbing weaponry and they're running to the front gates of the palace. He doesn't hear you from this distance just yet. So at the uh, moment, he's unaware. How far is this distance, if you mind me asking? Uh, so you were jumping out a third story window. Yep. So you've got to be, what, about 80 foot in the air or something around that? Oh, so it's in with, is he within 120 feet? Yeah, I would say he probably is. I'll, I'll uh, cast message and do it that way. Okay, so first you kind of yell and you see he doesn't notice you, and then you cast message and repeat it, and he looks around and sees you floating down more or less towards him, and yep. this massive angelic creature who is literally just like a bright, shining sun in the sky is heading towards the council chamber. So, Rogar, as you're floating down, you see Emmerich starting to yell towards some of the closest guards to begin heading back into the palace. We're going to pick up inside the council chamber. Right. We, we need a plan. That fucking angel's coming, coming closer. Right. Um, Pierce, can you take some of the men and get out to your troops in the city and start organizing a resistance? Pierce begins to step up and, uh, you notice Oman as well is already like trying to grab like some blades and start to, uh, prep for an attack on the room. And Araha Odell stands up and he puts his hand to his own symbol of tempest that is around his, uh, neck, which is like a, an upright flaming sword. He looks at Cassiel coming closer and you see like his hands are shaking. He turns to look at the rest of the room and goes, run. Run. Now. Immediately. Really? Go! You cannot stand against this creature. Run! Can we, can we not appeal to it? Look, we've killed, we've killed Kren. Can we not tell him what the, the people of this city have risen up? We must try. He sort of shakes his head and goes, well, like he's trying to consider what you're saying is, if any of us stands a chance of talking to this, this being, it is I. I, I have worshipped Tempest my entire life. If he will not hear my words now, then no time will he ever hear them. But the rest of you should not be here. I do not know what this being is here to do, but angels, one of their principal roles is judgment and destruction. This entity will not have been brought here to talk to anyone. I will do what I can, but if you will remain, this creature will be the end of us all. At least with this, he looks at Heinrich and goes... Perhaps it will be just the end of myself. To be fair, I'm inclined to agree with him. I was hoping to try and appeal to him. After all, we've, we've already done his job for him. People of this city have risen up ourselves. These are good people. Maybe he can talk to them. I mean, why is he going to listen to us over another um, follower of Tempest? There isn't, an, there isn't an angel of Tempest out there. There is an angel of Kalemvor. No, he's... Cassiel's an angel of Tempest. Oh, my bad. Yeah, no, sorry. Cassiel is, yeah. It's Cassiel the Righteous Flame. Sorry. Yeah, and he's coming towards us. Yeah. The one of Kellen Blow is fucked off. Yeah, cut that bit then. Sorry, I didn't realise. <laughs> but um, as you guys are looking out at, uh, well, as you guys are just talking, the entire room is starting to just be lit up in this radiant light as this creature is getting closer. All right. All we can do is try and defend the walls in the city. I'm going to try and find guard Captain Emmerich, get his boys out into some of the find some strong points they're not frontline soldiers but maybe they can hold some key buildings you know break up the flow they know this city better than anyone else i'll get 
Maybe Let's see run. if I can get get the rat runners as well. Yeah, I'm I, I'm I'm moving already. I'm just okay. talking to you about things we need to yeah. do. Talk to me. Don't talk to he. He can stay behind if you want. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I'm I'm moving. So Tommy, Sophia, Barrett, Orman, and Doran all start running to the door. As you guys get to the door and start to leave with some of the other palace guard. I assume R four is coming too. All right, R4 as well. He is a... Yeah, I'm, I'm so tempted to just, like, um, push Dor- Magus Doran back in the room and shut the door, but I'm not going to. As you're kind of looking behind you to see what happens, just as you leave the door, you watch as that angelic being was probably around 100 feet away from uh, the window, suddenly disappears and reappears right at the window, and the entire room is just blanketed in golden light. And you watch as Araha Odell is kind of silhouetted in front of him. And I take it you guys run. Yeah. Okay. So where are you heading? Um, so, yeah, Tommy's going to try and get hold of the of guard Captain Emmerich and sort of get his um, his city guards, because they're not frontline soldiers. They're not going to hold a wall um, like the army can, um, like Pierce can. So what he's going to do is, presuming that we're going to get breached because they've got angels coming over the walls, we're going to try and take some strong points, hold up the city in the best place we can sort of defense in depth we're not going to defend the front line so what we need to do is hold some key strategic points of the city i've been playing way too much risk dude (laughs) that's that's just 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 logical for city fighting (laughs) it's not wrong yeah and 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 the, the city guard are the best for that because they know the city inside and out they know what what strengths and weaknesses of certain buildings and areas you want sort pretty solid buildings to act as like um redoubts so that people can retreat to them that kind of thing so that's that's kind of tommy's idea really and he's going to try and rally the city guard maybe some of the gangs as well if he can get out that like into the sewers to get them but we're running pretty low on time at the moment oman kind of nods as you guys are running away from the uh, council chamber and goes we can definitely pick up some guard along the way I uh, know a lot of them. Many of them were ex-revolutionaries. We can try to hold out somewhere in the city. Yeah, I think that's our best plan, to be honest. Um, Break up the attack on our strong points and hold out, try and keep some of the civilian population alive. I'll leave the army up to you, Barrett. It's it's, it's your bread and butter, mate. You you try and hold them back as much as you can. Barrett um, nods and looks to Magus Doran and goes, You... Mage, consider yourself conscripted. Come with me. We will rally the army. Well, I um, I wasn't planning to. And then uh, Barrett just literally grabs him by the rope and drags him ahead of you guys. Oh, he might actually be useful for once. Well, we can hope. <laughs> um, Rogar, yeah. as you're still floating towards the ground just before you uh, duck below the wall, do me a perception check. Ooh, an 18. 18. You... Look around the the city again to start seeing even more of these angels flying over the walls, and you can just hear full on attack going on outside the palace. Like everything is descending into chaos. But as you're darting your eyes around, just trying to get a bearing on things, you watch as that storm cloud up ahead is starting to become more realized, like it's becoming more physical, and you can see weird bursts of light from it within it as well. One thing you do notice, upon one of the buildings, a little bit outside the palace, just before you dip behind the wall, you see a figure in a black robe sat on the roof. Interesting. 
and then you dip behind the wall and you kind of land on the ground and Emmerich comes running up to you. Rogar, what's been going on up there? <laughs> so, basically, um, yeah, council meeting ended, Heimlich's dead, and now there's a big angel in there. And the city's being overrun. So, come with me and uh, it's time to go to war, mate. <sighs> Heinrich, that's... God damn it. I don't know what we can do against those flying monsters, angels, or whatever the hell they call themselves, but I can certainly get the palace held with the guard. We can try to stop people from getting inside. Mm, yeah. Uh, mm, mm, would, uh, would... I assume we want to hold the palace, don't we? So, my only worry is they can just fly in. He kind of nods at that and he starts signaling towards the guards to just grab bows and arrows and start heading up to like the ramparts of the walls. Yeah, that sounds good. Tell you what, when uh, when you see Tommy and Sophia, who I assume will be about a couple of minutes behind me because, you know, I can fly. Um, <laughs> can fall with style. <laughs> <laughs> you know, make sure they know where, what, basically, what you're fortifying. How are you going to do it? And give them a bit of lay of the land, so to speak. As you, you know, let them know what you can see. Uh, I've got to go find someone. See you in a bit. Uh, and I want to go running off towards where I saw that figure on top of the house. Okay. So you start running towards, like, the main palace gate, just as, like, all of the palace guard are starting to, like, arm themselves and get ready for an incoming assault. Emmerich barely has a chance to say goodbye to you as you run off and uh, you make your way into the city. A few minutes after that, yes, Tommy and Co. will arrive in the uh, courtyard of the palace, and you'll see Emmerich, like, directing guards. You see palace guards running towards you guys as well, as if they're going to head up into the palace. Can I just say, as I, as I was running away, mm-hmm. can I be casting a spell as I run? Sure, what do you want to cast? Fine, Steed. <laughs> Ten minutes. Yeah, I know, but, but if I've started now as I'm running... Uh, at some point he will arrive <laughs> hopefully in the nick of time to whisk whisk us all away um well me yeah, <laughs> yeah then you can come find us and whisk us away ish <laughs> i think last chopper out of saigon man come on <laughs> um oh. yeah, so so we're um yeah we're, we're just hitting the hitting the ground uh i'm gonna turn to the the, the guards trying to rush up and say don't bother, guys. Palace is gone. Angel's inside now. Hold strong points. Find areas you can defend. That's the key. Emmerich is starting to head over to you guys, and you, you all just recognize him immediately. He's, got, he's tidied up his like uh, scruffy beard that you last saw him with. His hair is now like neat and tidy. He looks more like the uh, the Emmerich who was like the fake version of Emmerich. He looks more like that now, and he sort of jogs up to you all and goes, "You mean the palace is already lost?" Yeah, it's done for, mate. Us protect the people, forget the stuff. He looks at your group and goes, I, "Your friend Rogar said Heinrich was dead. Um, where's everyone else?" Uh, and um, Barrett, Doran, and Yaraha aren't there at the moment. They've all gone. Uh, so I'll, I'll I'll basically explain what explain they, they they've gone to sort of shore up the front, um, and yeah yeah kind of explain what what happened up there and how the um how he was impaled. And um, how we were told to told to leave, and we decided that was the best course of action. Emmerich kind of like shakes his head angrily, just like, 
Oh, Odell knows what he's doing. Well, of, of all people, a god bother is the best one to talk to a bloody angel. Well, I think they <laughs> they uh, support the same deity, so yeah, why not? Give it a go. I'd say, um, obviously, I, I don't know if you've already thought about this, uh, Sophia, but do you want to do any checks about these creatures? Could do. Give it a go. Yeah, it'd be a religion check if you want to find anything out. Religion. With advantage? No. Unless you want... I guess... Uh... Eight. Eight. What, what, what about specifically the, the Kalemvor one? Um, I would say you wouldn't know this particular angel, if that makes sense. There's no... He wouldn't be notable by name, so I wouldn't give you okay. anything sort of extra yeah. on that. But for the sake of um, your eight, you will know some cursory knowledge from what you and sort of Halson have discussed before around uh, angels. You won't know anything specifically about these ones, though. Or, well, recognizable about these ones. So what you know broadly about angels is they're, they're celestial agents that get sent forth into other planes by their deities. They are essentially like shards of divine energy made into like a physical form and they act out purely the will of their gods and they can take on a number of different roles they are good arbiters because you've heard it's said that you can't lie to angels they're incredibly it's not just that they're incredibly perceptive you literally they know the truth when you speak to them um they are incredibly lawful they will basically enact a judgment to the letter and if their god demands something of it, they will fulfill it. If they don't, they would become like a fallen angel. And there's lots of other information around that. But specifically on like active angels, that's what you know about. Um, other than that, you know they're essentially immortal. They don't require food. They don't need to sleep or drink or do anything. They don't age. They are eternal. Fucking hell, dude. These things are right up their own ass. I mean, don't even try and bother lying to them. I mean, they're. They're pretty much the right hand of a fucking god. I mean, it does what the god wants it to do, so... thing is, we don't need to lie to him. We, well, it's very true, but... We kill Kren. We, we, we took out the nobles. They were the ones that fucked with this lot. Well, hopefully... I mean, what's-his-name's talking to him and sharing some sense with him? I don't know. I just... I wish we could do more. I, need to, I mean... What do we do against angels? Oman sort of shrugs at you and goes, we do what we can. We try to protect the people. We try weather this onslaught. Look, get some guards. Start start filtering them into the sewers. Maybe they just want to destroy the city. Maybe it's not murder every fucker in it. If we can get people out of harm's way, there's there's a lot of room down there. And although parts of it have been pretty badly flooded recently, there's a chance that they might overlook it. Get some guards, get get them filtering families, women, children, you know, old people down into the sewers. Maybe that, maybe some of them can get away that way. Oman kind of nods at that suggestion. Just, okay, I will spread the word. Do you wish to all come with me? Emmerich kind of looks to you and goes, my plan was to secure the palace, but perhaps it's already lost. Would I be better served going out into the streets, backing up the city guard? Yes, mate, Emmerich. Uh, you, you, you and your boys know the city better than anyone else. Get your boys in strong points, areas you can defend. Get them holding up, taking up the time of these cords. You know, putting archers in the top of the building, putting guys with big sort of um, tower shields down and below. 
places you know you can hold on to for a while get them sorted filtered up lots of ammo in those places and then um you know they can break their waves against you guys well everyone else can all the innocent people try and escape where's rogar didn't he just fuck out the window of course he did who fucking knows did he, have you seen him i say to emmerich yeah he uh went running off like a shot like he'd seen something he just uh headed out through the gates you're not too far behind him i might go follow him he might need our help take take one of the sending stones yeah tell me if you find anything i'm gonna help emmerich here I'm going to try and see if we can fortify this city. I know a bit about street fighting. Of course, this is on a slightly larger scale than I'm used to, but I know about ambushing and I know about holding areas of great value. So I'm going to give him a hand. R4, you're going to watch Tommy's back, yeah? Yes, ma'am. I will keep my father safe. Really weird that you're a dad, mate. I know. I thought like my first child would be slightly smaller and less metallic. He seems older than you. Well, you know, they age quickly, robots. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I am precisely one week old. Oh, how they grow up. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not too sure if it was a good idea to go after Rogar, but he's gone by himself. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's a plan. <laughs> 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 not, not saying it's a good plan, it is a plan. Um, Literally the worst decision you've ever made. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, my, my, I, at, the, at the end of this episode, we, we might talk about what our original plan was before um, the situation changed. But yeah, <laughs> we'll continue on where we are now. I feel like you guys always come up with plans that fall apart within the first two minutes of the session. <laughs> well, I mean, we come up with a we come up with, a, with, a, with an interesting plan for the situation at hand at the end of the previous episode, and then yeah, with the, the new information episode... that we have present. Yes, I, th- I think I, th- I think it would have been an interesting plan, but you know, we'll see. Never mind. <laughs> I mean, we're an acting part of it, so fine. That's <laughs> uh, the joy of D and D. Spend a week planning, don't execute it. Yep, have to come up with shit on the fly, which is always the the idea that is best, to be honest. Indeed. When you can listen back and think, why the fuck did I do that? Why the fuck did I jump out of a window? (laughs) Yeah, that kind of stuff. Why am I following the fucker that jumped out a fucking window? And is obviously heading on nefarious business, because when is Rogan not heading on nefarious business? But at the end of the day, I jumped out a window and I've decided I have to go balls deep on this, so I've got to go like a madman. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so <laughs> so okay which so, one to go first yeah we split the party <laughs> yeah we idea. did in free <laughs> i mean that, that 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 was always gonna be the plan <laughs> sort of okay so rogar we're gonna pick up with you first running outside and sophia will be running along after you in a little bit tommy and r4 um so you two are going with Orman to try um, gather up city guard and start trying to hold areas. Yeah, basically, we're just going to try and kind of, kind of aiming to kind of put some strong points in a, in a kind of a few streets behind the city walls. So I'm assuming that the the soldiers have all headed to the city walls to try and repel any assaults. But obviously, if it, as angels can fly over walls, that's not much good. So what we want is some sort of key strong points in the city, like big buildings, you know banks things things that are fairly fairly solidly built and fairly easy to defend mm-hmm. 
Sounds good. Okay, so we'll pick up first with Rogar. Rogar, you run through the city gates, and you can see, like, palace guard running in all directions, city guard running in all directions, and just absolute chaos everywhere. You kind of physically shudder as another huge chunk of rock comes flying into the city, not too far from where you are, and just demolishes a building entirely. But it didn't take you long to lay eyes on who you were looking for, as you spot a building just in the government district. Relatively nondescript building, except for the fact there is a man sat on top of the roof of it. Do do I recognize who he is? Um, are you going to try to get up to the roof? Um, From down here, it looks like a man in a robe. You can't really see his face very well. Um, I suppose it would make sense that I would try and find out who this person is since I've run out there trying to find them. So, um, yeah, why not? So, are you, like, bursting through the building, just trying to get up to the roof? Yes. <laughs> so you just, like, run through there like the fucking juggernaut, but at this point, there's so much chaos in the city, no one even bothers to stop you. The guard on the door has already left, and any of, like, the uh, clerks inside are just panically grabbing paper and picking up their favorite abacus and trying to run out of there. <laughs> <laughs> so they, uh, they pay you no mind as you, like, run through the building and eventually find your way exiting on the roof. Okay. And yeah, you walk out of a uh, door onto this uh, flat rooftop and you see a man sat on like the uh, the ledge of the roof. From behind he seems to be wearing a black robe, but the robe itself it has its hood up and there's something so odd about the robe. When you look at it, it doesn't look like it's made of any sort of material. It almost looks like it's just cut like a silhouette out of out of the world itself. Oh, oh, okay. Um, I'm going to be less forceful than I originally was based on that description. Um, I'm just going to say, stranger, might not want to be, uh, you know, waiting around on the top of buildings. You know, there's a, there's a, there's a war going on out here. <laughs> oh, I'm well aware that there is a war going on. Huh. I wouldn't have missed it for the world. Bum. Take up a seat. It's a great view. Um, do I recognize that voice? Not at all. What do you do? Um, <laughs> that's difficult. Um, did you see me chasing you down? He hasn't seen you yet. No, okay. he's a few minutes ahead of you from jumping out the window. But you are on your way. Yeah. Um, go on then. I'll go sit down next to him. Okay. So you walk over, and as you get close. That robe looks so strange. Like, you almost feel like if you tried to reach out and touch it, your hand would just go straight through it into, like, the endless abyss of night. But when you get next to him, you see, as his hood's up, you can see part of his face, and his face initially looks human. Um, he has a very well-kept short grey beard, kind of little signs of age on his face, a few wrinkles. But then you realise they're, they're not wrinkles. They almost look like cracks like his face is like almost like a shattered mask but it seems to move as if it's a normal human's face and what strikes you immediately is his eyes his eyes are just two pools of darkness and you look into them for a brief moment as he turns to welcome you to a seat and it's like you're staring into the night sky briefly like you see little pockets of light in that darkness that appear and then fade and then he looks away from you, and it's like you were just in a trance for a second. And he looks out over the city, 
Yes, yes, I wouldn't miss this for the world. Today's an important day. A very important one. Do tell. <laughs> tell me, Rogar, what do you think's happening? Well, hmm. Seems as though it's Judgment Day. You know, um, I've read about this. One of my, one of my, uh, one of my books. Uh, reading is a often dangerous pastime. You never know what you might learn. <laughs> uh, that's very true, but you know, I, I feel so I've learned quite a bit, and you know, this is the way it's meant to be. Made a lot of sense. You say it's a judgment day. Judgment for whom do you think? Oh. If I, uh, <laughs> if I remember it correctly, I think it's Judgment Day uh, for Veridin, is it? Yeah, I believe, I believe, I believe, uh, I, I recall the passage. Um, yeah, yeah. With his head placed upon a pike, the host of heaven shall soon strike. Judgment Day has come for Veridin. <laughs> oh, that is one way to see it, yes. Judgment Day for this poor, blighted little city. But there are more moves at play here than you may realize. What do you think of these angels, Rogar? Hmm. Well, you know, in the uh, grand scheme of things, you know, short-sighted weaklings, really. Just another thing in the way of destiny. Hmm. Short-sighted, yes, but certainly not weak. They have their strengths. But one thing that is important that an angel is a predictable creature. You always know exactly what an angel's going to do. It's going to do what its god demands, and it's going to do it brutally, efficiently, and to the letter of the law. That makes them quite easy to outmaneuver, wouldn't you say? I never quite thought about it like that, you know? I suppose. Yeah. I much prefer the idea of killing the god, though. Then it's just a directionless creature. He, uh, looks out over the sky and apart from that storm cloud that's growing you also see those five burning eyes and they're like literal eyes but completely wreathed in flame and the flames almost fan up like wings behind them because killing a god is a difficult matter they are interwoven with the fabric of this world they serve a purpose but that purpose can be usurped their power can wane even be taken from them. That makes them fearful creatures when something rises up against them. Equally, makes them as predictable as their little servants. Look at them all, Rogar. Look at them gather here to bear witness. Why do they send their eyes? They send them because they struggle to see. <laughs> ah, yes. Today is Judgment Day, but not just for this city. For me? You? And he kind of considers you for a moment. And again, you sort of get lost in those empty eyes of pure night. No, 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 Rogar. I have seen your death, and it is not today. Today is the day we finally finish the job. And I wouldn't have missed it for the world. Nevertheless, there are things to do. The, the, the job? Which, which, which job is this? I'm pretty sure we're on the same page here, you know? Which one are we talking about? <laughs> and Rogo, you start hearing all these little whispers in your ears and all around you as the man stands up on the edge of the roof, kind of stretches out a little bit and goes, 
Oh, Job, it's been a long time in the making, and I must thank you and your little friends. You played your roles perfectly. It's always good to see people act in the way you expect them to. And you, Tommy, Sophia, you all played your part, and I thank you for it. More than welcome. We're definitely on the same page, yeah? <laughs> oh, we're certainly on our page. Maybe it's the same one. That will be revealed soon, I suppose. Anyway, I have work to do. And so do you. But if I were to offer advice, I'd say it's best to get out of here sooner rather than later. You want to get a good view of when the show really begins. <laughs> Rogar's going to start uh, rocking and laughing to himself while I sat down. <laughs> Goodbye, Rogar. It was nice to finally meet you in person. And he steps forward as if he's going to step off the roof and completely disappears. And Rogar, you look down and look all around and you can't see him, but you see Sophia running up in front of the building. Can I see him? Give me a perception check. See what's <laughs> Is he just slowly <laughs> rocking himself? Yeah, I would be. <laughs> uh, 14. You uh, see and hear Rogar uh, at the top of this roof just laughing. <laughs> Rogar, did you just go up there because it's getting a bit too tough? <sighs> Never fear, my dear Sophia, for I've seen it in the stars. <laughs> I ran after you because I was worried about you, but if you're just going to be quoting <laughs> that babble... Uh, uh, Why are you up there on the roof? Well, I think we may have to leave. Wow. But it's kind of up to you. Do you think this city's lost then? Almost oh, definitely. This is not a force that we can fight. Not you, not I, not Magical Odell over there. No, no, no. I think, I think retreat is the way forward. <laughs> As Rogar um, is saying that, you spy behind you from the palace where the window broke a flash of blinding light that then dims. Shit. I'm guessing things didn't go his way. Should we try and find Tommy or are you done chasing after whatever you were chasing after? Chasing? Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no chasing. Uh, yeah, um, mm, yeah, Tommy, leave. Mm. Sounds promising. Yeah. Right. Let let let's go find Tommy. We'll we'll talk it over. I think he was gonna try and fortify some positions. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Sewers, sewers, probably a good idea. Yeah. Sounds like a Tommy thing. I mean, I have I have thought about just fucking leaving. It's getting a bit. I mean. Angels? There's five of them, for fuck's sake. Well, well <laughs> unfortunately, well, Sophia, you are more bound to this place than I. Um, if you wish to just run and leave, then I suggest we get out of here as fast as we can. And I'm, I'm gonna. Well, I assume I'm still on the roof at the minute, so I'm, uh, I'm gonna start heading down off the roof. <laughs> okay. As I kind of leave it with that, we could just bolt. So I, I'll say this, yeah. I'm assuming Tommy's told you where he's going and if he's going to um, so find some fortified positions and start meeting up with the guard, I would say Orman would recommend 
heading to like a uh, city barracks first to try and recruit some of the guard and see what they're doing. Does that sound like Tommy would go for that, or would you go straight to the sewers? Uh, sounds like I've already yeah try and get some guards first um, because that's closest closest thing first. Get them starting to sort the city out, and then and then probably I'd, I'd head into the sewers to try and um, rustle up some rat runners, um, see what we can do, mm-hmm. defend our city because. You know, to- Tommy's probably the only one out of the party who actually has a real tie to the city. He doesn't yep. know anywhere else. This is his home. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Sophia and Rogar, are you guys going to head over to where Tommy is? Well, I just started thinking when... Um... I did give you the sending stone, by the way, so you you can yeah. contact me straight away if you need to. Yeah, it's just Rogar saying that I, I have more ties to the city, and I just started thinking about it. I was like, well, I don't really. The only person people i have ties to are those idiots and um the doom guide so i think i might actually go find the doom guide considering he is a servant of kalimvor and that guy had the symbol of kalimvor on him well he said it was anyway mm-hmm. might be smart to go see what he knows so you want to run off to the temple district yeah before going to see tommy where are you going first? Because that's going to depend, uh, dictate what happens. Let's go see Tommy. Fuck it. Okay. So the pair of you run towards where you know Tommy to be. So let's pick up where. Well, let's pick up with Tommy. So Tommy, you and Orman and Emmerich actually are all heading towards the closest city guard barracks that you could find. As you're running through the streets, you see that um, the barracks have already started like spilling out onto the road and they've set up like um barricades they've just been pulling like crates and bits of wood and like they were not prepared for a sudden invasion but they've done the best they can to kind of start barricading up the street and slowing the tide but you see that there are already um divine hand soldiers upon them all of them with this um golden gauntlet on their chest and they each small group is led by an angelic being but not as big as and intimidating as the ones flying or flying high up ahead. These ones, they look more human-sized. They look more... Um, they're armored, so they're not, like, walking around shirtless like weapons can't hurt them, that sort of thing. They seem to be, like, small little shock troops that are trying to invade the city. Are you going to go in and try support, or are you turning away? Um, I'm going to think, shit, well, shit, time's against us. We need to get people out of here. And I think it's probably probably rather than just if if it looks like there's waves coming, logical thing would be to try and see if we can start rallying, sort of getting people into the sewers to get get sort of civilians out of the way. Okay. Kind of what well, I'm thinking, you know, that the, the guards are doing what they can to and to hold up the onslaught, but we're, but time is really running out, and we're going to get a lot of um, a lot of civilian casualties on our hands if we're not careful. So. Yeah, just um, just start getting um, directing um, directing them to kind of get people out, get people into the sewers. I can I can kind of point them at the nearest um, entry points, and that's probably probably the way to go. I yeah, I think buying buying the people sometimes a good idea. So once I've kind of got that sorted out, then maybe I'll I'll start heading for the barricades to try and um, try and support if I can. Okay, so the first thing you're going to do is start like yelling towards civilians and start telling them to get to the sewers. Yeah, and, and any, any sort of nearby guards to try and start directing people. Look, there's entry points there, over there, down behind that street over there. 
get the greats up, get people into them, get them down there, get them moving away from the city if they can. Given like the chaos of the situation, they just sort of follow your orders without questions. They they hear like an authoritative voice like directing them where to go and what to do, and they they like they jump to it. You see some of the guards start um, helping people out of their homes before their homes start catching fire, and like he- like funneling them towards the uh, alleyways to start getting them down to the sewers. You see some of the civilians are like thanking you as as they go past, and they're like all just huddled over, scared, grabbing their children, their uh, elderly relatives, and just trying to get the hell out of the way. No time, just move, move, come on, go. Uh, shit, rat runners or defend, try and buy some time here. I'm going to see if I can just, just get a look and see if it's, is it just a um, just a shock party here, or is it the spearhead? Um, barricade. It looks like these are like the initial shock troops that have like, um, are being supported by a single angel each and then there's like three man teams other than that so it's one angel and three soldiers and they're kind of doing like quick get into the city cause as much damage as you can try take out key strong points put them under pressure while our you assume probably like siege weaponry and bigger things are coming towards the city okay so maybe if I can take out the nearby team with guard captain Emmerich um, then maybe we, we can buy a little bit of time for the people in this area mm-hmm. so that's that's probably what I'm going to do I'm going to try and Try and attack the nearest ones. Okay, and I am going to reveal to you a map. Well, that might be the case. <laughs> and, uh, can you uh, see uh, the lovely scene I've laid out before you? Uh, we're Indeed. about sorry. Yes, I can now. Cool. Yeah, I can. I can see the barricade, and I can see an angel. This map is massive. Big city. Indeed. And, well... I guess it's time to roll some initiative. So Emmerich with a 16 and Ormond with an 11. Let's see, uh, Tommy, what you getting? Uh, an 18. And an 18 for R4 as well. Whoop, whoop. And I assume Tommy has vastly superior decks, so Tommy can go first. And you know what? Given um, Rogar and Sophia are running here, what we will do is we'll put you on the map just so you can roll initiative. But you're not here yet. So if both of you would also like to roll me some initiative, we uh, have a tracker. We're here, but not here, here. Yeah. Here, but not here, here. 22. 22. A 10. 10. Guys, by the way, just just, just massively selfishly, what I actually really want to do is get to the Merchant District. Okay. Because I want my sword back. I want to lose... Seriously, we need to get out of here. <laughs> well, I've got, that's what I mean. If we, we, we need to buy a little bit of time. Take out oh, no. this. <laughs> we just need to leave. <laughs> no, Merchant District. Oh, you're such a bitch. <laughs> you, you, you leave and piss off. I do wanted it. to. <laughs> do, do, the, do the usual rogue up. Bugger off. I'll fight him. <laughs> right. Okay. So, shall I assume, Sophia and Rogar, you're basically just taking the dash action all the way to get to Tommy? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You can you can you can do, take the dash action in the other direction if you want, Rogar. It's fine. No, I'm gonna save your ass. Yeah. Somebody has to after you. First time for everything. <laughs> Come on, boys. They're <laughs> fighting angels. You need a hero. I'm just just trying to just trying to keep you in the action. Stop you running away again. Come on. <laughs> Have you got your banjo out and you're singing that song? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Is my bat here yet? I was going to say, I was about to put him on the map, because... Woo! 
Dwayne! By this point, Dwayne would have indeed joined us, your giant bat. Yay. Dwayne! Dwayne! Dwayne the Bat Johnson. Uh, I'll just say he goes on your initiative for now. Um, so, Tommy, you're up first. What's going on? You see a, you see three of these uh, golden armored soldiers in front of you. You see an angel. All of them are engaged over these barricades with uh, regular city guard of Baradin. And, well, the guard are holding their own for now, but probably not for long. Well, I think the smart, smart move is to try and take the angel out of the situation. So I am going to... From, from from my position, I'm going to draw, just immediately draw a bead on him with my rifle, um, and take a shot. Okay. Actually, I'm going to spend a grip point, get advantage on the first shot. Uh, a 29. Ooh. So Jesus a crit. Christ. Uh, <laughs> and I do. Twenty. Yeah, natural 20. Um, I do 20 points of damage and an additional nine points of damage on top of that. Not bad. <laughs> So you uh, rock up, pull out the rifle, and just bury a shot right between this thing's wings. You see it almost like stumbles to the ground, the bits of its armor crack, and yeah, it takes a hell of a lot of damage. But, I mean, it's alive, but you heard it. Good. And, um, can you send me that sheet with the weapons on again? I really need to do that, because I can't remember if I can take two shots with a rifle in a turn, or if it's one and reload. I think it's one and reload. That's fine then. Um, I'm going to move up so you're 30 feet. Towards the barricade. Uh, to run towards the barricade and use my um, free action to um, switch and whip out the last rights. Take another shot at him. My um, free flourish, as it were, to switch weapons. But just, just a regular shot. Uh, a 26 and another 14 points of damage. So 26 with 14 points of damage? That's okay. it. You pull out the. Um the last rites and fill this thing full of lead with another shot again hurts it takes some damage also roll your necrotic because this thing is not immune to necrotic oh yes of course mm. yeah um another d4 of necrotic damage coming up and it's a full four nice full force of the four so uh 14 points piercing four points necrotic and this thing is seriously hurt you uh land two heavy shots upon it it is bleeding the sort of glowing blue blood from its uh cracks in its armor it is uh not happy i i mean i probably shouldn't try and cheese it so i won't try and cheese it because i'm not sure how my bonus action additional works if i've taken a shot with a long rifle and then a shot with a pistol because although it's technically a free flourish i think it might be cheesing it a bit to try and get a offhand shot mm. but i don't I mean, this is trouble with with it with a kind of you know, there's not a lot of errata for um, uh, gunslinger classes really to, to kind of yeah. clear up some of these things. Um, to be fair, I think I have allowed it before, so for now I'll say you can do it. Um, cool. Check out another point to see. I, I think the debate would be if the rifle is a two-handed weapon. Exactly. For the but the, the my my second attack because it's a free flourish is with a one-handed weapon. So can I use my bonus action for another attack with my offhand? Mm-hmm. And okay, well, if you're gonna gonna let me have it, I'm not gonna turn it down. So another shot with my regular pistol, a 23 and 15 points of damage. <laughs> nice. You deal a serious chunk of damage to this creature, and it looks heavily wounded, but is still standing. Uh, I'm gonna shout to the others, take out the angel. The rest will fall. Okay. And uh, with that yell to your uh, your uh, makeshift party. 
It is R4's turn. Well, he's gonna charge up full movement to get to here, actually. And that's all he can do, because he's, he, he can't attack, obviously, because he's, he's charged. So that's the end of his turn. He's just run in by himself? Well, he's, he's running to help the guards. I'm, 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 I'm a turn in movement. Oh, okay, him. yeah, that's fair enough. So he's, he's, got, he's got all the palace guard, guards around him, so it's not just him on his own. Okay, that's fine. And uh, Emmerich is probably going to do something very similar, because he can't really get close to anyone to... Uh, attack. So, Emmerich will follow in R4's footsteps and run up to the barricades and start attacking these uh, soldiers. Try to cut a path through to that angel. And uh, that's his turn with a move and a dash. And now it is the soldiers. So, my divine hand. Let's see what you do. Um, take a stab against this city guardsman with a ooh, 14. Not good enough. So, these t- the first uh, pair of them are just clashing and not much is happening. Second one is going to stab at that one. Second uh, Divine Hand Soldier is going to stab the City Guard, also miss. And third one hits and deals four points of damage. And then my uh, guards are going to return fire. Miss. Hit. I'm not going to read out every single one of these rolls. Especially because they're not very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> and my last uh, guard who was wounded actually rolls a uh, unnatural 20 and deals a little bit of damage as well. So these guys are fighting, but they're pretty evenly matched, and uh, not much else. Next up, Orman. Um, he is possibly actually just going to take a shot instead of uh, running too much closer. What can he do? I don't think we've ever seen him fight. Uh, no, you have not. Also, he has no range weapon, so sadly he's going to uh, pull out a scimitar from his belt and charge in as well. best he can do is actually rock up right behind R4. But again, can't attack this turn. So, All right, give my voice some backup. It's cool. Rogar continues to run. I do. And now it is my angel's turn. My poor, poor angel took a shitload of damage and did not like all those gunshots to the back. And, well, is going to uh, turn around and fly directly at Tommy for all those nasty shots, I think. Yeah. So, my angel can fly 90 feet, and you notice. As, as uh, she sort of flutters her wings in this uh, poor guardsman's face, he gets distracted and does not get his attack of opportunity. And she's going to take two attacks with a long sword against uh, Tommy as she kind of flies towards you with uh, haste, gripping her sword in two hands. Natural one. Oh, that is unfortunate. Second attack. Fourteen. No injury. Okay, so she can do. That is her turn over with. Sophia, you continue to run. Am I on the map yet? No, not yet. No. God damn it. <laughs> How far away am I? Sorry. Uh, not too far away. The next round, you guys should be showing up on the map. Oh, I need to be... Tommy, with stopping to help citizens and that, he's only a couple of rounds ahead of you. Okay. Which remember is 12 seconds, so... Okay. Tommy, your turn. Well, um, free flourish to put the guns away. No point trying to shoot her point blank and um, short sword and elements wrath fortunately because I need to go and get my rapier what's uh, doing nowadays sorry what what it, what element is elements wrath doing nowadays uh, I should have mentioned this morning actually it's um, it's now doing lightning damage okay cool 
because I've been it's been on fire for too long and too many things are immune to fire. So yeah, you're getting too pissed <laughs> off with that. <laughs> I mean, these guys are probably going to be immune to lightning, but fuck it, why not? Um, so, uh, yes, first swing with Elements Wrath, uh, straight up 19, ten lightning damage. Ooh, and with a 19, you just managed to get through the cracks in this thing's armor and Shit. electrocute it for ten points of damage. 19? Fucking yeah. hell. And that bird fries. Whee! You have killed your first angel, Tommy. How do you feel? Like a boss, gotta be honest. Yeah, pretty, feeling pretty good. Singe that bitch right out of the sky. As she's kind of like electrocuting and trying to like swing her last attack towards you, but then failing, you just hear, You will pay for this unholy monster! And then collapses in front of you. Not as much of you as you've paid. And I'm going to run straight over her, stomping on her as I go past, and head towards the combat. So, uh, 30 feet, just bring me up to that, yeah, to that barricade there, in defense of, those, of that guard. Okay. And that's... You can take your second attack. Uh, can't, can I hit anything? Yeah, there's a, a, a Divine Hand Soldier in front of you. The, the Divine Hand Soldiers are the purple, yeah? Yeah, the purple and gold guys. Ah, uh, sorry, my bad. Yeah. Yep. Uh, cool. I'm gonna, yeah, gonna take my second attack then with Elements Wrath on that. Sorry, I thought they were they were the palace guards. My bad. Uh, a 24 and eight lightning damage. Uh, with a 24, he is taken completely unawares, and you managed to put him down for the count. Nice. Uh, I had a bonus attack there, but yeah, uh, fuck it. Um, I freed up these two guards now. They can move across to the other team that turn. That is me done. Indeed, which means it's R4 up next. And the uh, soldier in front of him is looking heavily wounded. R4's going to take a bit of a stab. His gunpowder spear and he's going to use it two-handed because why not? He's not got anything in his offhand. Uh, A ten. Ten, however, is not good enough. These guys are pretty well armored, even if they're not too uh, hearty. Come on, R4. I don't think he gets a second attack. Uh, I don't think he does, actually. That is R4 done. Yeah. Alas. Uh, Emmerich. You're going to do, Emmerich. You are going to swing at this poor soldier man. Mm. Emmerich with a natural 20. Um, nice! Which means he rolls an extra 2d6. I think he might split that guy in two. Yeah, Emmerich mm. rocks up, grabs his great sword, and just swings it around in a brutal arc. Cuts straight through this guy's spine and he is immediately killed. So, Emmerich's going to move around and do his second attack. Cool. Come on, Emmerich. Two for two. Uh, with a 16, he does hit, and for 12 points of damage, he kills the second guy. <laughs> so, Emmerich just descends upon this barricade like a man possessed and cleaves through two of the Divine Hand soldiers. I mean, it's probably... He's been working out since he's been in jail. I mean, yeah. That's pretty much, all, all, <laughs> pretty much all he could do in jail, wasn't it? Yeah, it's, it's like... Uh, <laughs> I had a bit of a fight last time, but now I'm good. I'm good. I was a bit malnourished and all the rest of it. Mm. Right. He's got the taste for blood now. Okay, and uh, next up would have been the soldiers, so I'm going to resolve some things on a different side of the map. Died. Oh, he died. You're just picking off random soldiers off the map now. No, I'm doing some background rolls, seeing if they live or die. Anyone else calling bullshit? Got two angels down there. 
<laughs> so one of the Divine Hand soldiers goes down, but a couple of the city guard go down. Next up, Orman. Well, the guy who's going to attack is dead, so he is hmm. Too he slow. Uh, he's gonna advance a little bit more. Start giving in a seeing what's going on on this other side of the barricade. So now that you guys get past the barricade to describe this out a little bit more, you see at the sort of intersection of the street where the um, guards uh, make their home, they have barricaded off both, well, all three uh, roads that lead this way, but they're being assaulted on all sides. And Orman is going to try start helping out on the other side. So he's going to move up a bit. In fact, he will dash a bit as well. And uh, Rogar, run, 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 run. And next up, Angels. So, my angels, what are they going to do? They're a bit far away. You know what? They're going to try tidy up on this side a little bit more, rather than go attack you guys. So, first angel's going to try kill a guardsman. Miss. And with the second attack, also miss. Oh, wait, no, sorry. That first attack was with advantage. Second attack, ah, uh, he swings and misses on everything. Sad times for angel boy. The other angel, however, is free, so he is going to run up to Ormond and fly through the air and come crashing down on our poor revolutionary leader. Come on, Ormond. First attack, eight. Does it miss? Second attack. Oh, that's lucky. Sixteen. Fuck, look at that radiant damage. <laughs> <laughs> the first first attack that missed would have done thirty points of radiant damage. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, the radiant damage is nasty. You watch, and Tommy, you got a nice up-close view of this, but those swords, when the angels swing them, seem to glow with this, like, golden energy around them. And unfortunately, that second attack with a 16 does hit Ormond. He's going to take a chunk of damage. So he takes 6 slashing damage and 26 radiant damage. <laughs> he uh, is hurting after one attack. Oh, dear. You watch Tommy as like a, a spattering of blood just appears across his chest as this little explosion of golden energy kind of surrounds him in a corona that seems to just burn away at him. And that is my angel's turn. Sophia, top of the round, you are now on the screen. You know, miles away though, aren't I? Yeah, but your bow can shoot quite a long way. That's very true. Um... Remember, you could, you, you previously you've been able to shoot off the map. Wait a minute. Just, I just want to measure it. Okay, it's only 135 feet to the fucking angel. Yeah, um, I will move 30 feet and then I will... Uh, you have already moved 30 feet together. Oh, have I? Oh, bollocks. If you want to dash, that means no. you no, 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 no. I will just attack with plus one arrows. You can use your plus one arrows, okay. Yeah. Remember to count these down. You only got so many. Come on! Oh, shit! Eight Natural and one. twelve. It's oh, ridiculous. I'm uh, out of breath. <laughs> you are out of breath. Unfortunately, that's a miss. Second shot. Second shot. Twenty and ten. Twenty is a hit, but you notice as your arrow bursts with radiant damage, it doesn't seem to affect the angel as much as you'd have thought. Bugger fuck! Because they are divine creatures, and that's radiant damage. Right, I need to chase after them. Come on, Rogar. <laughs> uh, Sophia, that you turn? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, Tommy. What? <laughs> hey, this time it's Sophia who has to uh, 
not do very well in combat. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 each, we each have our turns. It's fine. Uh, right, uh, so I'm going to move 30 feet. So I'm going to try and move up in support. I've just been looking back at the uh, rolls I've been doing. My uh, radiant damage die rolls have been insane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, what scared me. Uh, <laughs> I mean, 48, which is a lot, but but yeah, 8, 8, and 7, 7 for that thing. Fuck <laughs> off. Uh, right, so um, yeah, I'm going to move up to here and I'm going to expend three charges of the Ring of the Ram. Ooh. Breaking out a new magical item. I always like that. Why not? Um, so a plus 7 on a nice. d20. Ah. And I'm rolling shit now. So. Natural hey, 2. A natural 2. The Ring of the Ram rides off in the wrong direction. <laughs> so yeah, you uh, you point your uh, new ring at this angel and I have to assume you're just taken by surprise by the sheer force of energy that comes out the end of the ring and it just knocks your hand completely wild and this uh, spectral ram's head comes flying out the ring and like smashes into a wall a little bit away from you but completely misses the angel. Well, that's a shame, but never mind. I guess, I guess you, yeah, I guess I do have to declare that it was um, three. I was going to use three charges before I attack. So yes. I miss you one. Ah uh, well, it is what it is. Uh, I guess maybe I shouldn't have tried the three charges on the first shot, but yeah, <laughs> uh, you got you, you got you got to do what you can. Go hard or go home. Exactly. Uh, and I can't shoot because um, to do to draw my well, stow my swords would be um, and, and I can't I can't do both, can I? Well, using the ring is using your action because it's a huge yeah. magic item. And I can't, can't use my bonus action to shoot because I need to stow my swords and draw my pistols. I can okay. draw my pistols as a free flourish, but I don't think I can stow my swords as well. Um, that I don't know. So uh, if you don't think it's the case, but uh, we can say. Well, that. I mean, I mean, I mean, normally you say you can either draw or stow a weapon, but you can't draw and stow in the same turn. Well, it's because stowing takes an action. So normally you would drop your weapon to draw. Yeah. But I don't want to drop my swords because um, I'm defenseless in close combat. So okay. it okay. makes it, it ma yeah. I think I think I'm I think I'm done. Annoyingly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Unless you want to action search, just lay that temptation out in front of you. Yeah, you do. You always that niggling doubt. I've moved, so I'd need to. Oh yeah. yeah I need to move again. So I, I I could action search, but I've still got the problem of drawing and stowing my. Uh, fair enough then. Okay. So, no, I'm done. All right then. Uh, R4, you're up. What's R4 doing? Little robot buddy. Uh, he is going to come up in, yeah, next to Tommy. Give me some um, good, good, helpful. Um, actually, he's going to move slightly away just in case of. Um, yeah, <laughs> he's going to come up, come up in support of me, but not in ah uh, area of respect effect type stuff. Hopefully. Right, Not obvious good. area of effect. If he stands right next to me, that's that's just asking for it, isn't it? <laughs> so, yep. That is my turn, I think. Okay. Emmerich, what are you going to do, my friend? You are... You know what? I think Emmerich can actually do something useful, if I remember correctly. Uh, Emmerich is going to move up so that he's a little bit behind you and R4 and covers these guards as well. And he's going to use his leadership ability to uh, hold up his greatsword, still dripping with the blood of that uh, 
soldier he killed and just yell out a rallying cry and for the next minute everyone within uh, 30 feet of him who he's not hostile towards uh, anytime you make an attack roll or saving throw you can add a d4 to your uh, attack or save nice so yeah cool that's what Emmerich's going to do on this turn soldiers you're up um, okay let's do some uh, background rolls it's your own fault for putting so many people on this fight <laughs> I mean it's cool don't get me wrong ah uh, okay this poor soldier dies my poor city guardsman dies next round uh okay he dies and these two engage and so lots of fighting going on at the barricades on the other side and there are a few casualties on both sides as one of the divine hand soldiers goes down um my angels what are they actually not not the angels turn sorry I'm moving ahead can I, just, can I just check that that this this guard here on the left hand side has taken out two of the divine hand by himself yes one one man has taken out two of the divine uh, hand by himself what a legend that guy is I hope he survives <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to give him a name Cookson the new uh, Oliver <laughs> new Oliver yeah <laughs> Oliver Mark II. Tom, Tommy's going to take a moment, by the way, while all this is going on, and just think how ironic it is that he's he's fighting like back to back with the city guards. <laughs> hey, did you arrest me one time? Yeah. If you told me that, like you know, six months ago, Tommy would have laughed in your face and probably nutted you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, go on then, Orman. What are you going to do? You going to prove your worth as the revolutionary leader that you were? Um, this is the first time we've actually seen him in combat. The first time we've seen what he can do. Come on, Orman. Uh, well, he gets three attacks, but this angel is very heavily armored. So let's see whether he hits on any of them. Uh, first one, no. Second one, definite yes. Third one is a no, sadly. Third one was a 16, and this thing is heavily armored. But his second one, his roll was a natural 17, so he gets at least one hit. Um, yeah, does a little bit of damage. So you watch as Orman just unleashes with a flurry with his uh, scimitar, but sadly, like most of the blows, just go glancing off this thing's heavy armor. One manages to slip through, but doesn't do too much damage. See a little bit of uh, blood drawn, but it's nowhere near a fatal wound. Okay, that is Orman's turn. Rogar, you are on the board, and if you want to be, I'll say you're uh, mounted on Dwayne. Why not? <laughs> because it's cool to ride about. I, 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 I imagine that, that Rogar did the kind of thing like Legolas does in Lord of the Rings when the horses are just charging towards them. He just like sticks his arm out and whips himself up into the saddle. I'm going to imagine yeah, that. Because it, Rogar it, is super dexterous. Exactly. <laughs> I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> a significantly less cool version of that where Dwayne drags you for about 30 feet before you eventually <laughs> manage to get on his back. <laughs> But you Wait, think you did it like that. I am a rather large man. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so riding on Dwayne. Um, I'm guessing there's not many people left. Uh, not on this side that you're coming towards. There's there's the angel and all the guards down the bottom there. Um, I can't remember what Dwayne's movement is. Oh, it's been a while. It has been a while. <laughs> and he's not on my sheet. Uh, let me bring up. He's a giant bat. He is a giant uh, bat. Lovable, slightly strange-looking Dwayne, as he now has 16 different eyes and two tongues, but roughly looks like a bat. That's really rough. 
Uh, he can fly 60 feet. Um, so I will move 60 feet towards those angel thingies. Which okay. probably isn't as far as I thought. 60 feet towards the angels. So Dwayne can get you to there. Uh, ah, you fall off. That is. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's all I can do. <laughs> I'm quite far away from everything. Okay. Uh, so you're not going to cast any cantrips or anything like that? You've got nothing you can uh, hit with? Um, no, I think the longest one I've got is 120 feet, which isn't going to reach. 75 feet away from you. Oh, is it? Wait, where am I looking? Yeah, the angel of the battle. Oh, there's one here. Yeah, so yeah, the angel that's um, battling Ormond in front of the barracks is within range. I will lob a firebolt at it. Okay. Uh, it's a th- only a 13, though. Uh, 13 is not good enough. You send this little moat of flame towards the angel, and it just, like, flaps its wing and just dispels it instantly. Yep, uh, and that'll have to be me. Okay, it's Rogar done, which means it is my angel's turn. My angel's going to go after Ormond and try to finish him off. Come on, Ormond. Jesus. 10. It's a miss. 15. Which is good enough. Ah, shit. That fucking radiant damage, man. Like, 6 regular damage and 18 radiant damage. Yeah. However, Ormond is just clinging to life. Oh, oh. Come on, Ormond. He has 9 health. My other angel, however seeing you guys starting to get closer, is going to swoop across and go after Tommy to try hold you all up. And he is going to take two attacks at you, Tommy. So he comes okay. flying towards you, sword pointed at you, and just lunging in. First attack, ten. Complete miss. Second attack, nine. Also miss. The thing about these angels is they're not really good at hitting things, but when they hit, fuck me. Yep. Sophia, you're up The fuck am I doing? Um, So far away If you you move up your speed you can take another shot at one of these angels and uh, if if you're kind of getting closer and Tommy sort of realises you're getting close he might shout at you Use the bag! Oh yeah, I was going to think about I thought about that and then and then it took forever to get to my turn so Um, so can I move 60 feet and whip out a my bag of my turn bag it's a bonus action so that's a yes yeah that's what you want to use your action for your bonus action for cool 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 I will go next to Rogar and lob one of my Um, actually it is a full action to do this oh damn it so To, to cast something from the bag it says to use your action uh, to pull yeah. the object from the back. Oh yeah, but you you command it with your bonus action, don't you? Oh uh, okay, right. Yeah, so so, so just yeah, move the stand the back Ian. a bit. Yeah, and then how far can I throw this thing? Twenty feet. Okay, so twenty feet away from me is just behind Rogar. I'm gonna lob. Roll a d8. Eight. Eight. <laughs> tiger. Oh, that's awesome! I got a tiger. The Tiger Queen. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's fucked. Well, I mean, they're not that great, but they're, 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 they're the Oi. best thing you can pull out of her. Yeah. It's an upside-down tiger. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you reach into your tan bag and you throw out this little ball of orange fluff 
and as it hits the ground, it kind of unravels into this large, intimidating-looking tiger, which is in fact a large creature as well. It's large. I, I, yeah, I just I love the fact that the, the way the sprite looked, then it looked like you, you just lobbed it and there was a tiger just flying through the air. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it looked like like a little kitten. Just yeah. coming. I was like, okay. No, it's just fine. It's like it's cool. Yeah, the, no. the other one looks look, look, looks too chonk. <laughs> it looks oh, like no. it's a rug. Yeah. <laughs> Derm tiger. Okay, so you now have a tiger. Hope you have the stats in front of you. Yes, I do. Good, good. Cool. Is that your turn then? Um, I moved. Plus, I did an action, and that. You can use your bonus action to to tell it to attack, but I don't think it can attack this turn. You can use it to tell it to move. It's not near Ooh. anything to attack. Yeah, I would like it to move. Okay. I've got its its towards the. How, how far can it move on your? Forty feet. Forty. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Move. Cool. Towards the action, Tiger. Um. Yeah. It uh, just kind of mounts the barricade at the moment. Yeah. Stands on the barricade, roaring. Yeah. yeah. Scares the absolute shit out of the uh, city guard that were trying to hold the wall. <laughs> it's okay, he's friendly. <laughs> uh, Tommy. Ah, so an angel has um, appeared in front of me, and as you do when angels appear in front of you, bringing bad tidings, you try and smite them. So that's exactly what I'm going to do. With Elements Wrath, at 22 and nine points of lightning damage. Okay, so this flapping winged creature kind of lunges at you with a couple of attacks, misses completely, and you take advantage of it striking back with Elements Wrath. And uh, 22 hits, so a little bit of damage there. You need to work on your hand-to-hand combat, mate. You're sloppy. And I'm gonna take another swing at 21 and seven points. Mm-hmm. Also hits. And... You unholy abominations will be cleansed from the land. Look, mate, you started this, not me. And we will end it. Well, you won't. And I take another stab with my short sword at 21 and 10. Uh, also hits. This thing's heavily armoured, but you're, you're finding all the little gaps, all the little bits in the plate where the plates just don't quite uh, sit flush. That's the thing about angels. They fight too clean. <laughs> Tell me fight's dirty. And... I think I'm going to use an action surge. I'm going to try and try and kill this thing if I can. Uh, so yeah, elements wrath. Two more attacks. Uh, another twenty-one and ten. That's the third twenty-one in a row. <laughs> you and your roll twenty hacks. Yeah, uh, somehow. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, another attack. Uh, and a twenty-four this time, and seven points of lightning damage. Okay. So you uh, lean into that adrenaline rush you've got going and just unleash an absolute flurry of uh, lightning-based attacks and little stabs from your short sword, taking this thing completely by surprise with your ferocity and dealing a lot of damage to it. Uh, take it that is your turn, which means R4 is up next. What you up to, R4? I don't know. His, his, <laughs> his, his logical reaction is going to be to come and defend his master. Oh, you... You didn't do it, but it didn't matter. But you got a D4 added to all those attacks to hit. Oh. From uh, Emmerich. Oh, yeah. Within 30 feet. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah. Cool. So, so does R4. So, bear that. So does R4. 
Okay, cool. Uh, so R4 is going to. Um, what do you think, guys? Should you try and help me? Yeah, it makes that's 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 what I uh, yeah. yeah the most logical thing he would do. Exactly. Yeah. Flanky, flanky. The, the master's in you know in danger, so he's going to come around in the flank, and he's going to take a two-handed attack with his gunpowder spear. With advantage and with a plus D4. Exactly. Uh, a 15 plus D4. 1. 16. One. Uh, the big clanking mechanical creature comes like lumbering over to you. But this uh, angelic being is just too heavily armored. Its wings are getting on the way and R4 sadly swing and a miss. Uh, he's, he, he's, 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 he's not the best. At, um, at at hitting stuff, especially not um, high armor wielding bearing creatures. So. Never mind. Emmerich, however, is going to go after the angel that's attacking Ormond and try back up uh, the uh, revolutionary leader. And he is gonna swing a couple of times here, so let's load up that great sword. First one, twenty-one, dealing uh, twelve points of slashing damage as he takes this thing unawares. Second swing, try to catch him in the backhand. 19, also hits. Emmerich is uh, a man on fire. He is on fire today, isn't he? Wow. He got to do very little in the revolution, so uh, he's taking it out on these angels. <laughs> so yeah, a couple of nasty attacks, and uh, Emmerich is uh, in the lead. Okay, soldiers, let's see how they all do. Okay, unfortunately, one more guard is down. Next up are... Uh, Lone city guardsman who's already killed two of the divine hand is going to go toe to toe. Come on, son. They uh, neither go down. The second one's going to come over and try take uh, him out. What did? Ah, also a fail. Oh, so I am heavily invested in this one, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, one city guardsman goes down, but uh, the other one is uh, hanging in there, bringing the fight to the enemy, and it is Orman's turn. Oh boy, Orman, you are not in a great spot. Don't go around. Engage. Get advantage. Disengage. <laughs> oh, I think you can disengage, actually. Pussy. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nowhere guys... near it. I can't fucking see it. <laughs> he is heavily damaged and may die, so he is going to do the smart thing. Disengage. Take a five-foot step back and... He's gonna move back towards the barricades. For um, yeah. for anyone who's played Fable, your health is low. <laughs> it is indeed. But uh, Rogar, it's your turn. Mounted on Dwayne the Giant Bat. What are you doing? So um, we're moving over sixty feet. Rogues, you should be up for slapping a few angels about. I, I always am. Uh. uh... So another 60 feet, just about, just shy of getting me to that angel. You get into the square next to me? Uh, I think I can. Yeah, you can get side by side with Tommy. Side by side with Tommy. So I'm going to do that and I'm going to take a swing at him. I, take it, I, I can take a swing at him off the way in Kana, so. I believe so, yeah. Awesome. Like a Valkyrie. Like a, a or, dark Valkyrie. Very dark. Yeah, or something, yeah. something a bit cooler mm. Oi. Uh, awesome. uh, 24 with 16 okay and uh, he just says okay that. like that's not impressive <laughs> <laughs> and 
That's, that's this one going to miss with a 14. Yeah, it is indeed, but the first one, you uh, bring Eclipse down on this creature and you take a huge chunk out of one of its wings. And as this creature turns and sees you, it lets out this piercing scream like it's reacting to your presence. And you just see, like, blind hatred in its eyes for you, Rogar. It's fair, to be fair. I'm used to that. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I, I just, I just tip you a nod, like, right, mate. <laughs> okay, that means it is my angel's turn, and well, hmm, what's it gonna do? This angel is actually going to completely ignore Tommy and R4 and swing at Rogar. Thanks, Rogar. And with a twenty-three, yeah. uh, I'm gonna cast shield. Okay, well, what's, what's that make your AC? Uh, twenty-four. Okay, so a shimmering um, blue sort of shield appears in front of you and uh, protects you. But this angel's going to keep going at you. Second one with a nine. Do you see the other angel? Also looks towards Rogar and lets out that similar sort of piercing scream and just flies over to uh, flank. No, because of its uh, flyby ability. It has a special ability that allows it to ignore attacks of opportunity when it flies <laughs> very useful um, and you just hear die abomination and it attempts to cut Rogar's head clean off with a 22 sadly your shield just reflects some of that damage and blocks the blade uh, sorry that should have been with advantage so that was the first roll 22 second one uh, two swings two failures as my uh, angels seem to turn all their attention on Rogar too angry to actually hit him though. Uh, Sophia, you're up. I'm fucking miles away still. Got your bow. Yeah, but I'm still miles away. It's ridiculous. Right, I'm gonna move my 30 feet, um, which is still, like I said, miles away. This is uh, why they introduced mounts into World of Warcraft. So all classes could have mounts, because yeah, it takes a long time to get places. So... What's in? It's just those angels, really, isn't it? Any of them look more hurt to me, Kixon? Uh, uh, the one that is completely surrounded by uh, everyone looks quite hurt. The other ones, not doing too badly, frankly. It's a little hurt, but it's uh, hanging in there. I mean, if I, if, uh, yeah, I, I shouldn't really give you advice. My radiant damage is shit. Um, maybe I'll throw another D8. How many have I got? Those of those have I got? Uh, three. And when do they recharge? Every night. Short rest. Short rest, actually, yeah. Short rest? Well, actually, no, your superiority dice might be a long rest, I forget. Oh, no, no I was talking about you, my dice. You're talking about the, oh, the, my, the um... animals. Every, uh, it's a long rest, Oh, I think. Your, uh, your bag, yes. You yeah. can bring three out, and it's uh, when you've used three, they're done for the day. Fuck it. Another... Lob another beastie. <laughs> Come on. That's another tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger Queen. <laughs> <laughs> I can see, I can feel the hatred coming from Gaxon. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And then, yeah, get get the tigers to move up, I guess. Yeah. So that one can move forty feet towards the right hand. Tight. Um. Yep. And that one can flanky flanky. Mm. Yep. And can attack this turn. Hey. Come on, attack! 
tiger attack. Mm, roll your attack. Uh, okay, let me just read this. Bite or claw. Let's bite. Roll a uh, d20, isn't it? Yep. Plus. Uh, plus five. Uh, that uh, 17 plus five is good enough. How much damage okay. are you doing? Uh, okay, there's 1d10 10 plus, plus three. 3. All right, Matt, I can read. Sorry. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> four. <laughs> Nat one. And plus three, so four! Woohoo! Okay, your, uh, your furry ball of orange fury kind of appears and then runs over to this angel and tries to take a bite out of its uh, calf as it's flying slightly in the air and... Yeah, does a little bit of damage, but doesn't get a proper purchase. It's alright. We mauled someone with a tiger. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think that's it for me. Okay. Tommy, you're up. Okay. At the one in front of me, who's now really distracted by Rogar, I'm going to start slashing. So, Elements Wrath, I choose you. Oh, that was a normal attack, by the way. So, I'm going to attack again. Mm-hmm. Uh, 16... Not good enough. Nope. And second attack with Elements Wrath. I remember. Advantage. Uh, a 29. Natural 20. Natural 20. Uh, you watch as Elements Wrath just Ooh. explodes with lightning energy, just crackling all over this creature's plate armor, frying its wings, and my uh, poor angel drops to the floor dead. And that first attack, I should have added D4 to it, so I could have possibly hit it with that first attack. But it doesn't matter. Yeah. I killed it with a second, so it's fine. Dead is dead. Dead is dead. Uh, and so I'm going to move on top of the other one, just like the, th- the three feet. So there, yeah. Then I'm just going to roll an attack and attack with my short sword on the second one. And a 29, so a natural 20 on my short sword. Uh, seven piercing damage and an additional six damage on top of that as well. Nice. Cool. Tommy's so, having a bit of a blinder. <laughs> ah, you deal a, a nasty little cut to the uh, midsection of this uh, angelic being, and, uh, and it starts to uh, bleed out more of that glowing blue blood. But it is still alive. Oh, okay. Oh, well, that. Yeah, that's me. So, R4, what you doing? Four. He is going to come round and try and flank. So, this angel is now flanked all the way around. And R4 is going to try and actually hit him this time. Fingers crossed. With advantage, plus four. A 21! Yay! R4, you robotic legend. You do six points of damage, which is slightly more than a tiger bite. (laughs) (laughs) He's got this boy. (laughs) Okay. R4 comes uh, rushing over and just jams into the side of this thing with his spear, you know, nicking it, making it bleed, opening that wound up just a little bit more, and uh, putting my poor angel badly. That's, that is R4's turn. Emmerich uh, can't do a great deal with this angel because his angel's like completely surrounded, so you know what? I think he's actually sh- going to shoot at some of these soldiers. See if he can uh, hit any of them with his heavy crossbow. Help out the guys! danger okay um 18 and 10 nice he uh loads up a heavy crossbow bolt and shoots one of these soldiers in the back that is enough to take my uh, poor divine hand soldier down and uh 
Emmerich's going to move over a little bit after he does that. Could be a bit more central. And that's his turn. Soldiers! So these two on the far side are actually free. They're going to start heading... You know what? They're going to dash and go after Emmerich, who just shot their friend. They can't do anything else. The other one. Final climactic fight. Come on, mate. Come on, you can do it. Come on, you legend. He ducks out of the way of the Divine Hand Soldier's spear and just guts him right across the stomach. Slicing yes! the blade. And our little city guardsman wins. He held the line. Yes! <laughs> hold the line! Oh, if we still had a city left, he deserves a medal. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you this, I've been just doing it via roll-offs rather than just doing the damage because it's more of a, a meta construct of what's going on. He rolled a 15 against a 14. Oh! I love this guy. He needs a name. He's coming with us. <laughs> He's coming with us. <laughs> <laughs> Bit much, but yeah, alright then. He yells over as you say that. You need a name. Uh, recruit Jeffrey. Report him for duty. <laughs> Jeffrey, yes. Of our uh, first Patreon. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Jeff, you've been um, you've been recruited by Hobo, mate. <laughs> First, you're now Agent Jeff. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> kind of picks his way over the dead bodies. Uh, Orman, my poor, poor Orman, is uh, he's very hurt. <laughs> he's gonna take a uh, a healing potion. <laughs> the only thing he has. Smart move there. Smart move. Recover uh, six points of health. Jesus. He is in a very bad way. Can I just check the rest of these guards? They're just kind of milling around by the barricade? Are they just defending in case any more come? Yeah, it's basically all they've been doing. They're holding the line in case more things are coming. Which, I will say this, you can hear fighting going on absolutely everywhere. We're buying some time for the people in this area. Yes. Rogar, you're up. Um, I'm going to take a swing at this angel. Uh, with advantage by the looks of things. Yep, because the tiger's helping you out. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's a twenty with. Oh, and I can reroll both those. <sighs> so it's a twenty plus. It's a twenty with twelve. Twenty with twelve. Ooh. So, uh, yep. It's uh, that's uh, a a uh, wicked slice across this thing's chest, and you just see a spatter of blue blood goes all over the. Uh, Stone floor. But it is I'm still interested, Rigor, uh, or Bunkle, rather. Yeah. What? What is your? Does your divine smite do any more damage against these things? Uh, no. No. It does not. It is against undead and fiends. Ah, uh, okay. It's technically a good, a good divine smite. Uh, technically, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. Ah, uh, fair uh, enough. The forces of evil. Um. <laughs> and then a 21 with 13 and as this thing is trying to hold its blood within its own body you just twist Eclipse around and impale it straight through the chest and my uh, angel goes down Ooh. As, as, I, as I kill it can I grab hold of it yeah sure so kind of as it's as the light's going out in its eyes I just, I just want to say blood of the black star runs down upon the lands 
run, 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 and then drop it. It looks both horrified and enraged at you as the light goes out in its divine eyes. And, well, he would have gone last in the round. So, at the end of that round, the four separate casts of control weather I did at the start of this whole session, from my angels flying up into the sky, starts to really kick in as all of you start being pelted by rain and hail and strong wind starts to blow through the streets. That storm overhead is getting worse. And all of you look up and you see those five burning eyes flash angrily. And from within that storm, you watch as these peculiar creatures begin to descend. They look like interconnected carriage wheels? They're about the same size as the larger angels you see, but they are wheels that are nested within each other, spinning round, and the outside of the wheels are covered in eyes, and they are entirely aflame. The wheels themselves do not burn, but you watch as six of these strange celestial entities begin to descend from within the storm cloud throughout the city. At that same time, you hear Cassiel's voice boom out once again across the entirety of Varadin. Your leaders have fallen. Try to resist, and you will be cleansed. You cannot stop us. We will cut out the beating heart of corruption that lies within your lands. We will stop our world falling to cosmic annihilation. If we must spill your blood this day to achieve it, that is the price we will pay. And that's where we're going to end the episode. Tommy wants to scream back, We did it already, you dick! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, okay. I'm happy, I'm free freely, like, Realised that I'm the Tiger Queen, so I'm all good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, think, things things are going pretty badly. I got to be honest. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, realistically, not 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 speaking as Tommy here, we need to get the fuck out of the city. <laughs> but speaking yeah. as speaking as Tommy hit Tommy, um, we need to get Jeff. <laughs> We need to get we need to get to Telson's trinket so he can get his sword back, and then we need to leave the city. Why <laughs> looting his um his stuff? Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. Why, if, if, just, if, if, why don't Telson. we just send you into the sewers, like? Well, that's the plan. I mean, uh, uh, literally, the the idea of of this whole combat here, in, from Tommy's perspective, is to free up enough time to let some people escape, because. You know, for, for you, for for Rogar, he doesn't really care. For Sophia, she doesn't really care about the people in this city very much, beyond just occasionally being nice to a few of them. But these are, you know, mostly people of Tommy's city. You know, he's he's got a bit more of an attachment to them. Um, so he's going to try try and do what he can to to save a few of them, and then yeah, then his idea is to get into the sewers, following them, head over to. Talson's get his sword back because you know he wants his sword back before he leaves the city potentially forever, and then heads out 
through the sewers to one of the exits out of the city. Mm. Out of drain yes, pipe. Bro, like, because Cookson's just going to go, nope. Well, I'm sure he probably will be, but that's that's what um, <laughs> that's what Tommy wants to do. Whether mm-hmm. or not he'll get a chance is another matter. Mm. We shall see what next week holds, but so far you have survived the invasion of Baradin. Let's see if that uh, luck continues. I mean, Doubt it. I mean, you know, if, if you ever wanted a theme for, for our podcast, uh, we just killed, like, three angels. So... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're definitely the good guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well... Thank you for joining us, everyone. That was Gunpowder, Treason, No Plots. If you uh, enjoyed the show, well, we now actually have a Patreon. So if you uh, loved what you heard and you just want to send uh, a little bit of uh, your personal funds our way, you can check it out. It is at patreon.com slash gtmp. We have tiers going down to just $1 up to uh, $5. So, you know, give what you feel like. Yeah, and you can be like Jeff. You can be like Jeff, our first Patreon named uh, NPC. And uh, yeah, well, if you want to get in contact with any of us, you can find us on Twitter. I am there at, at TreasonNo, and my players are there at their player names and GTMP at the end of it. You can uh, check out our WordPress website at Gunpowder Treason No Plot or our Facebook group also at Gunpowder Treason No Plot. And I will hand you over to my co hosts to say their own goodbyes. As usual, if you've enjoyed hearing my voice, as much as I enjoy hearing my own voice, you can find me on the Lost Art of Podcasting and the Lost Art of Wrestling podcast. They're available on all good podcast providers, and you can follow them on Twitter at Lost Art Podcast and at LOW Podcast. And maybe one day, I'll be in the Red Scar Cafe on Red Scar Business Estate in Preston, Lancashire, the UK, not during this pandemic. And if you want to hear more from me, then I'm afraid, as usual, you can't. But a little break from our usual um, Kurt telling you all about his new roommate Tommy and some of the fun of that. Uh, he's going to do a little bit of a plug for his latest album. And should you choose to become a $5 subscriber for our wonderful Patreon, then you'll actually be able to earn, own one of his songs, personally signed, no less. I say the song, at least the lyrics of the song. I'm not actually going to sing it. Sorry. Unless we force him to. And we'll see. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, do a little plug on my new album, Bring the Noise, with a Z, obviously. Um, Kurt Van Helsing here, like you didn't already know. Uh, yeah, a couple of new songs for it, some pretty pretty sweet little ditties. Um, Challenge Rating 5, um, that's about a girl whose love is a Challenge Rating 5. Got Tripod, well, I bet you can probably guess what that one's about. I've got Vicious Mockery, that's... Yeah, a bit more a power song, really. That's that's quite a good one. Nice riff in there. I've got Dragonfire. That little um, experience I had with some friends, one of whom is now dead. I've got Return of the Golden King. This is my magnum opus, as it were. About a weird dream that I had once. And I have Null Lover as well. All about some of the many ladies that I've had experiences with. Yes, one was a Null. <laughs> And hey, if you want to know any of my songs, lovingly signed by, by myself, a couple of kisses on there, then do please sign up to these people's lovely Patreon. Thank you. Today you're going to be killed by imps. They're vicious, manipulative fiends that are among the weakest beings in the infernal hierarchy. They're considered minor devils whose job are to ins- 
assist and corrupt mortals whom their masters groomed to the side of evil. That's it. Okay. Uh, imps. Fun little creatures. Yeah, you could do with a couple of imps there, Roger. Could do, to be fair. <laughs> Should have rolled a wizard. <laughs> yeah, I don't think my wizard would have lasted this long. <laughs> I've got to be honest, if, if, if any of us had rolled a wizard up, or in fact anything that had um, low hit points and low um, armor, then I think we'd all be dead by now. <laughs> yeah. Teaches you to hide at the back <laughs> yeah. and pray. <laughs> <laughs> at least for the first few levels. I mean, if you get to start like level eight, then it's all right. It's pretty good. Mm. Uh, well, thank you for joining us, everyone. We will see you all next week. Goodbye. Bye. See you. Bye. Do you like Dungeons and Dragons? Of course you do. Do you like people with New Zealand accents? Of course you do again. Wake up, bucko. It's the fate of Ison. We roll dice, laugh a lot, and tell a surprisingly compelling tale about a plucky group of weirdos. Hey, who are you calling a weirdo? Who gets swept up in a quest to quote-unquote save the world of Ison. There's action, excitement, and there's a lot of apples. Seriously, there's way too many apples. It's uh, it got way out of proportion. Weird as my mother's top lip. On the Necropodicon Network. See you there. That'll do. Thank you to Sirenscape for some of the music and sound effects that you heard within this podcast. They do amazing atmosphere and music, so make sure to check them out at www.sirenscape.com. Epic games need epic music.